We'll talk about Michigan putting 18 players uh, record in the NFL Combine. Harbaugh told one of the broadcasters before the season that he thought 15 of his players uh, would get drafted, so he does know the NFL. He is in the NFL right now. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com also give us his thoughts on Juwan Howard and Michigan basketball. The up-and-down ride continues. Sharon Moore still trying to fill his staff lot going on with the football season over still, isn't it? Oh, you know, people always say, oh, what do you guys do when football season's done? As if we're just you know, twiddling our thumbs and waiting for something to do. But uh, as anyone who follows Michigan knows, it's, it's always something one way or another. And uh, right now it feels like things are kind of, you know, you had a couple weeks there where you had coaches leaving and you had, you know, kind of the come down from the national title. And now it's, it's back to, you know, I would say a vibe of optimism. Uh, Sharon Moore's building this staff out and, um, and maybe, you know, men's basketball is what it is right now, but uh, things are feel things are feeling like they're calming down on that front as we transition into this new era. All right. We'll get to the 18 Michigan players invited to the combine an NFL record in a moment to the NFL combine. Uh, but where is a more ad on a staff right now? Where is there still work that needs to be done? Yeah, I think the defensive side of the ball right now is kind of the emphasis. You know, you're waiting for Mike Elston's leaves from the Chargers, Steve Klinkscale. We thought he would stay at Michigan. He ultimately decides to leave for the Chargers as well. So uh, you bring in Wink Martindale as your defensive coordinator, and you're replacing literally your entire staff on that side of the ball. So uh, it looks like uh, Scruggs from Wisconsin is going to come over as defensive line coach. Uh, you know, a couple other uh, guys, a couple other positions they still need to fill, you know, with linebackers, with defensive backs. But, um, again, that offensive staff, pretty well set. Uh, Kurt Campbell, offensive coordinator. You move Grant Newsom to the offensive line. Ron Bellamy sticks around at wide receiver. Steve Kasula uh, will be the new tight ends coach. It's kind of just a matter of, of seeing what happens with that running back coach job right now. Uh, Mike Hart's contract did expire. Uh, we have not heard – about his status one way or another. Things have been really quiet on that front, so uh, we'll see what happens with all that. But, yeah, yeah, it does feel like we're finally at a spot where the conversation turns from, okay, who's leaving, who's going to stick around to moves are actually being made. And, and, you know, they set a date for the spring game a couple days ago. It's going to be on April 20th, so a few weeks later than normally is. So, you know, the the wheels are turning uh, as, as Sharon kind of, um, gets this thing rolling here. You know, he saw, you know, he described it as, you know, all the moves he has to make as, you know, being in a third and long and having to come up with a play call to get yourself, you know, in, in favorable, favorable position with every move that he makes, you know, you get closer and closer to stability and, and building things out for next year, which, you know, they have the bones of a pretty good football team still. So that's where things are at there right now. Uh, we'll see where it goes from there, but uh, like the progress that's been made for sure. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Rose Thunberg Coffee Guest Line talking Michigan football. We'll get to Michigan hoops and that NFL combine number uh, in a moment. Uh, the key's going to be, you know, and again, they're marquee players. There's not a ton of them when you got 18 guys going to the combine uh, from that Michigan National Championship team. Do you think when, whether it's the, the, the next combine window or uh, end of this semester, Will Michigan be hit with any big names who will transfer? I I think again right now it's tough to say. Um, 
you know, pretty telling that there haven't been really any major guys yet. But again, you are in the middle of a semester and you pass the ad drop date. And, you know, when you look at all of these schools, you know, Washington included, Alabama included, Arizona, UCLA, all of these schools that have had these big changes since the new year. Um, I really think that this spring portal period has the chance to be chaos for everyone. And from Michigan's perspective, you know, you go to the collectives and, you know, these collectives need to go to the players and say, Hey, listen, we know that tampering, you know, tampering is apparently legal. Now we know you're going to have offers out there. What is it going to take to keep you around? And I know those, those efforts are well underway as well. And, uh, you know, again, it's a coaching change. And in the here and now, would I be surprised to see, you know, some big names move? No, I wouldn't. Um, at the same time, I think something that Michigan has working in their favor, you know, unlike Kalen DeBoer leaving Washington or unlike uh, Jed Fish leaving Arizona, you know, Michigan's last head coach went to the NFL. So the only way to follow your head coach right now is to, to go to the NFL, to get drafted by the Chargers. So um, I think that's something that Michigan does have working in their favor. But, you know, again, there are schools, and again, you look at all those, you know, most of the transfer portal news right now seems to revolve around, you know, your old Miss, uh, Oregon, Texas. Um, all of those schools are kind of gearing up for the position next year. And, and, and I know that a couple of Michigan guys have heard from at least one of those schools. So, again, it's, um, you know, the way that college football is now. And, and again, we can either, you know, lament the state of the sport or we can accept it for what it is. Um, you have to constantly re-recruit your roster now, um, which is a bummer, but that's that's going to be one of the bigger challenges. But I think it's one that Michigan is well-equipped to handle, given they did just win a national title. Sharon Moore has been here. There's a lot of familiar faces still around. Even the guys that they're hiring from outside of the family, so to speak, um, you know, bring good pedigrees and it's something to be excited about. So, again, never say never, but I think that things are going to be relatively calm with them. I really do. Anthony Broom for the Wolverine.com joining us on the Huled Show across Michigan. Wow, that number. Uh, when the story came down today, uh, the NFL Combine list for Indy was released, and the Wolverines set a record. Uh, nothing against the SEC or any other national champion, but 18 players off of last year's Michigan's football team going to the Combine, or at least invited. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a heck of an achievement. Wow. And again, I know a lot of people a lot of people will say, "Oh, well, you don't have a whole lot of first round guys." And I, at this point, I think it's pretty clear JJ McCarthy is going to be a first round pick, and he's going to go higher than a lot of people who, you know, watched him play think he should go. But you know, when you look at the NFL, you know, the the bones of your roster are built on day two. They're built on day three, and Michigan's got guys, you know, in every single position group from this national title team that I think are going to, at the very least, need to be quality players. Now, it's not saying you're going to have five or six future pro bowlers, but, you know, with this group of guys that they're sending this year, I think they're going to send a lot of guys that are going to be in the NFL for, for, a decent, for a decent amount of time. And, and for a lot of those guys, uh, like a Roman Wilson, for example, maybe even your best football is still ahead of you. You know, Roman Wilson – um, JJ McCarthy, obviously a candidate for that, given how past happy the NFL is. So again, it's, it's a quality group. I think it, uh, you know, it goes back to the conversation about, you know, what was Michigan, you know, was Michigan 
cheating to win football games and, you know, the scandal. And, and you know what it is? It's, it's players win football games. And it has a lot more to do with, I think, the 14 guys that they sent to the combine last year, the 18 guys they're going to send this year. They've been loaded the last few years, and then they've earned it. And when push came to shove this year, those players won those those tough games down the stretch. So uh, it's incredibly it's incredibly affirming to see the NFL um, – you know, make that sort of gesture to invite that number of guys. And you know what? Probably doesn't hurt all that much that the guy that coached all of them is, is now one of the 32 head coaches in the league either. So uh, I'm excited to see how those guys perform because I think a couple of those guys are really probably going to turn some heads when the combine comes around, especially with interviews with teams. And uh, it'll be fun to watch. One thing I told Ballas yesterday on the show, uh, it's amazing to see that there hasn't been one negative directed towards Harbaugh since he accepted the Chargers job and became an NFL head coach compared to all the garbage he dealt with at his own school, in his own conference, with rivals, and with national college football insiders since the day he arrived on campus. It is shocking to see all the allegations on how he was labeled a cheater, how there should be an asterisk on that national championship Yet when you look at the respect he has garnered amongst seasoned NFL media members and the NFL community and the fact that 18 of his, his players are invited to the combine, it really shows you the hit job uh, that was successful in getting Harbaugh uh, back to the NFL, even though he wanted to go there. But I think if there would have been a different climate environment, I don't know if he'd be back in the NFL right now. Yeah, you know what's kind of remarkable is that the percentage is flipped. Now it's, you know, I think there's probably a percentage of Michigan fans that probably hold him in contempt for for leaving the program than than there were compared to, you know, all the national voices that like you said put the asterisk next to it and all of that. But um again, you know, the other thing that's that's clear too is, you know, think of when and again, this it's not really a rivalry thing. It's just another example of a, a college, an established college coach going to the NFL. Think of a guy like Urban Meyer. You know, when he was hired by the Jaguars, you're saying, "Gosh, you know, I don't know if his ego will be able to handle it." And you know, what if what if it takes time to build it there? And obviously, you know, he leaves that organization in disgrace. But all of the 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 national scuttlebutt, all of the takes about Harbaugh, I've been like, "Yeah, he's going to win there, and he's going to do a hell of a job there, probably." So. Um, again, I think that uh, history, it'll be really interesting to see where all of, you know, when the dust settles on all this, because again, it hasn't been in the news, but I assume there's still going to be some sort of price to pay and some sort of finality for whatever Michigan was accused of. But um, if this all comes to a close without Harbaugh really you know, shown to have done anything wrong or had any knowledge of any wrongdoing, I think a lot of people are going to look pretty stupid. A lot of people already look pretty stupid, uh, irreparably, uh, in my opinion, a few prominent uh, insiders across the country. But, hey, I mean, it's it's entertainment now, you know? That's, you know, it, it's about the storyline, it's about the clicks, it's about the engagement, and that Jim Harbaugh easy button was one that a lot of people loved to hit for the last nine years, and uh, a lot of people searching for what to hit now in college football with, uh, you know, a lot of guys uh, deciding to move on. So we'll see what happens. But, yeah, it is it is interesting for sure. Uh, before I let you go, uh, Michigan at Illinois, that road trip began at 
Nebraska, they're down 43-13, coming off a great win, best win of the year at home against uh, Wisconsin. Now they get Illinois, who will be angry after getting beat by Michigan State. That game will be in Champaign-Urbana. It's it's almost like you expect Michigan to get blown out on the road, and you hope they can win a game at home. That's where they're at. Yeah, I mean, you've essentially forfeited every game that Doug McDaniel doesn't play, and that's, that's no excuse. Like you need to see, you know, there needs to be a better compete level, but at the same time, that's what's so frustrating about that situation is that, you know, you come off of that game against Wisconsin and it's again, whether you think Wisconsin's fraudulent or not, that was a pretty darn good wire to wire effort from that team. But you know, the second you have to pack up your stuff and get on a plane, it's impossible to carry that momentum over because you don't have your best player with you. And, um, you know, top to bottom, it's just, it, it's been, you know, I, I know you're shorthanded, but being down 30 points in the first half of a Big Ten game against a team that, really any team, I don't care if it's Purdue, I don't care if it's Rutgers, I don't care if it's Nebraska, like it was over the weekend, that's unacceptable. And and this team just has an inability to carry over something to hang their hat on from game to game, from week to week. And you know, when the dust clears on this season, like what is what are they going to have to hang their hat on moving forward? I don't know because I don't know what the path forward is for them because I don't see it under this current regime. And I'd be happy to eat my crow on that. Um, you know, if Juwan Howard comes back and, and flips everything and resets and gets back on track. But really, this has been two seasons of, of just, real, quite frankly, a downward spiral and uh Maybe we should have seen it coming when you lose two lottery picks and a, a former All-American center, but they've been um, somehow worse than a lot of people thought they would be, which is which is baffling. They're not a good team, but the talent on this roster is not the least talented roster in the Big Ten. Uh, it, it's just been it's been a nightmare from start to finish. After start, actually, started three and zero, and it's been a nightmare since. Yeah, I, I don't see it getting better either, but I believe because Emmanuel. Hired him. Uh, he'll get another year. Uh, Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com. You can follow everything University of Michigan Athletics at the Wolverine.com. They also have their limited edition Michigan Football National Championship Collectors Edition uh, magazine at the Wolverine.com. Anthony, appreciate it. Enjoy it. Of course. Thank you, guys.